Gould Parts presents Preps Rewind on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Mike Danson. Welcome in. Happy Saturday. We are uh, here in the Aloe Fiber studio. You are listening to Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts. Uh, Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, 970-454-3355. Give them a call for all your automotive parts needs. Uh, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They are a Napa parts provider, open seven days a week. I uh, probably need to sneak in there here in the next uh, day or so, have a headlight out on my truck. It just seems to uh, have more and more things going uh, wrong with it as it... uh, continues to age, but uh, I I know that Gould Parts is going to be there to take care of me for all the parts that I need. So uh, once again, stop in at Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins. You can also look them up online uh, and see what they have there in stock. The parts are right there listed. Um, If you need a certain part, it can say if they have one or how long it'll take for them to get it. Uh, All right, Saturday, we're we're on the heels of a... uh, Another Friday night uh, football there. Uh, great games last night. The huge one that we had on KFKA last night, the Holy Family and Roosevelt football game. That was, I believe, like number two and number three rankings in the state. And and it did not disappoint. A, a great football game. Uh, I had worked uh, trying to get uh, Coach Lane Wassinger on today. We weren't able to catch up with him this morning and, and get him on, but... Uh, a great uh, a great win for Roosevelt last night as they they pull it out against uh, Holy Family. I'm looking at my list here, trying to find that score. Uh, it was uh, 34 to 26. They win that game last night, so huge win for Roosevelt. Um, we'll jump into the, all the other scores here. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of of what this uh, this show today is going to look like. Uh, here in this first segment, we're going to talk about all the scores from last night. Uh, there's only one team that's playing today. That's Dayspring. Um, in the second segment, we're going to look at uh, kind of the midway point of uh, volleyball, softball, kind of see where teams in the area stand and, and where they need to get to to get into the playoffs that are coming up here in the not-so-distant future. Uh, also, in that second segment, we're going to look at boys' state golf. Uh, regionals happened this last week. Uh, we'll talk about all the young men that are making it to the state golf tournament. Uh, those will be played October 2nd and 3rd, I believe. So uh, we'll talk about all those. And then third segment, we're going to have university head football coach Casey Doss. He's going to join us, talk about their win Kind of, we haven't caught up with Casey yet here on Preps Rewind. So, uh, catch up with him on how his season is progressing. They've they've kind of ran the gauntlet, a really tough schedule to start the season. Uh, so, we'll talk about how the season's going, how he feels his team is progressing, what they're working on as they kind of move into the league schedule, and then in the final segment, something that. Uh, uh, I'm kind of excited about something we've I've been thinking about doing, and we we've added it in now. It's going to be called the Preps Rewind Power Rankings, and what I'm going to do uh, this will carry on through basketball season um, into baseball season, but here during this uh, fall season, 
it's just going to be football, but everybody has their power rankings for the NFL that you, you look at on a weekly basis. And uh, I'm doing that for high school. It's not going to be based on classification. I'm, I'm taking the teams from our area here in northern Colorado, the ones that we pay a lot of attention to. And uh, I've ranked them from one to eight. Only eight teams make this power rankings. And my criteria is kind of uh, what team I think has the best shot to bring home that gold ball at the end of the season. So uh, we'll jump into that in the final segment. If we have a little bit of time, we'll look at what next week's schedule offers as far as football games. So uh, right now we're going to jump into the scores from this week in uh, high school football. As I talked about, we'll start in eight-man with the Dayspring Christian Academy. Uh, they are on a bus right now, I'm sure. They they have a four-hour trek up to Hayden today. So they're sitting on a bus uh, heading up there. Uh, Dayspring, Coach Ben Fusco, we had him on last week. They they came up short last week at home against front ugh, against front range Christian and uh, lost forty eight to forty two. But they head up to Hayden today trying to get that uh, first W of the season at the one A level. Highland played University. Uh, Highland falls again there zero and four now on the season, losing forty two to fifteen to University. So uh, jumping on. Onto 2A, Platte Valley, Eaton, Timnath, and Wellington at that 2A level. They were all on bye weeks this week. They played four games, have their bye week, and then in week six uh, at that 2A level, they all jump into league schedule. So uh, all those teams are on a bye week. Valley did play. They had their bye week earlier in the season. They played Weld Central last night. Again, they fall 22-7, to so Valley 0-4 on the season. Uh, Bertha, this team, I am, I am uh, driving this uh, bandwagon at this point. I think I, I, I am all in on this Bertha squad. I think they are going to be a team that's going to battle for that state championship. Uh, it'll be you guys will hear where I have them in my uh, power rankings when we get to that final segment. But they went down to Lamar yesterday. Lamar was an undefeated team, and Bertha goes in there and just shuts them out twenty six to zero yesterday. So. Uh, another huge win for Berthoud. Berthoud is a quality football team, and they're they're just getting better, and they're going to get more experience. As the playoffs get here, we'll see if that uh, lack of experience in the playoffs comes into play. But a, a great football team. It's going to be interesting to see where their season uh, leads. University, uh, as we talked about, they beat Highland 42-15. to And in that third segment, we'll have head coach Casey Doss on to talk about the win and this, his season. Severance also uh, gets back on the the winning train there. They won in week one, then they lost three in a row. They get to two and three now with a win over Evergreen, forty one to eight last night. Resurrection Christian they played St. John's out of South Carolina. I, I honestly don't even know exactly where that game was played if it was played in uh, Loveland or not. But uh, Resurrection Christian gets the win, forty three to six. And uh, I kind of looked at St. St. John's on Max Preps just to see what kind of team they were. They were 1-4 uh, and four now on the season after the loss last night to Resurrection Christian. But uh, they had uh, really given up a ton of points. They'd won one game, but they gave up 43 to Resurrection Christian, and they gave up about a 40-point average per game. So uh, 
probably not a very good football team that Resurrection Christian played last night, but uh, they took care of business as they should have, and they go to 2-1 and one now on the season after that win. We talked about it. Roosevelt now 5-0 uh, and oh on the season. A really back-and-forth game with Holy Family last night. Uh, the stars for Roosevelt uh, played like stars. Bronco Hartson, Xavier Ramirez both uh, played really great games last night for Roosevelt. And that defense, I think, is just going to keep getting better as the season progresses. Uh, they get that win over Holy Family last night, 34-26. to Mountain View was on their bye week. Uh, Mountain View is 0-4 on the season bye week. And, and let's see if they can get something going in week six. Thompson Valley, they get that huge win over Loveland last week. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, this, this is the team that... Uh, is going to compete with uh, Roosevelt at that 3A level after beating a team like Loveland, but then they fall this week to Riverdale Ridge, 28-14. to So a little bit of a roller coaster here for Thompson Valley at 2-2. Two and two. Win in Week 2, lose in Week 3, win in Week 4, lose in Week 5. Uh, just need a little bit more consistency out of that team. Riverdale Ridge is a good football team, though. Don't get me wrong. So um, we'll see what Thompson Valley uh, can do as the season progresses here. Northridge, they moved to 5-0 and on the season as they beat Rangeview 31-21. This is probably the biggest challenge that Northridge has faced this season. Uh, I, I just keep waiting to see who's going to uh, challenge Northridge. They, they've really kind of progressed pretty easily through this early part of the season. But as we all know, that, uh, that league is just, it, it's a gauntlet. Uh, you have Roosevelt, you have Thompson Valley, you have Severance. Northridge in that league, and those teams are just going to beat up on each other. Windsor, they started the season 3-0, and three really close wins. Uh, in those three wins, it was a total of six points that they had got those wins, and now they've lost two in a row as they lose to Erie, 40-8 last night. Erie, the number one team at that 4A level, so uh, it was a good measurement for Windsor to kind of see where they are, and it didn't go very well. Loveland bounces back after losing to Thompson Valley. They Really put it to uh, Greeley Central. I think they had a little bit of frustration, and and uh, they gave it all to Greeley Central last night. Sixty three nineteen was that score. Greeley West uh, goes to zero and five on the season now, as they fall forty two fifteen to Silver Creek last night. And now let's jump into five a five a Fort Collins zero and five now on the season as they. Lose to a really good Columbine team, forty or fifty-seven to thirteen. Fossil Ridge uh, moves to two and three on the season as they beat Arvada West, forty-two to twenty-eight. Pooter gets their first win on the season. They knock off Monarch, twenty-seven to seven, to pick up that first win there, one and four now. And Rocky Mountain falls to one and four as they lose to Horizon, twenty-three to three. So those are the scores from last night. Uh, so on the other side of the break here, we will look into uh, 3A, 4A, 5A volleyball and softball, see where teams in the area are sitting and their chances to make the playoffs. And then we will also look at boys golf, who made it to state, who's going to be in that uh, running for a team title out of the teams in the area. Um, and then later we'll have Casey Doss and we'll have the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. You are listening to Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. This is Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.
Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton. Give them a call, 970-454-3355 for all your automotive part needs. Uh, I am Mike Danson. You're listening to Preps Rewind. Uh, We're going to kind of throw a little uh, audible in today. I I was hoping to get Lane Wassinger on. It didn't work out. So um, one thing that we're going to do is, uh, you know, we're preps rewind. We're not just uh, prep football rewind. This time of year, we really do lean heavy on football just because of, uh, you know, what fo- prep football is. It, it's huge everywhere, and, and especially here in Colorado and northern Colorado, we have a lot of successful teams. But uh, on preps rewind, we're going to try to look at everything. So we're going to spend some time here on volleyball. Uh, we're going to spend some time on softball and uh then we're going to look at uh, boys' state golf, which is also coming up. So uh, maybe we'll start there with the boys' state golf tournament and the teams that are uh, into that, the players that are into that. So if you don't know how state golf works, is each team has four players at the uh, regional level. And if all four of those players qualify for the state tournament, then you qualify as a team for the state tournament. One individual from a team can make the state tournament and try to win the individual championship. But if you want to win the team golf championship, you need all four of your players from the team to individually qualify. And then that qualifies your team to make it to the state tournament. So um, we do have three teams in the area that are qualified and have a chance to win a team state uh, state title at in golf. Uh, boys state golf is Monday and Tuesday, October 2nd and 3rd. We will start at the 5A level. Uh, 5A level, there's only one qualifier from the area. Uh, that is Max Riley from Pooter. Uh, he gets to play at you know, probably one of his home courses there in Fort Collins for the state tournament, Some a place that he knows very well. The 5A Boys State Golf Tournament is being held at Collindale Golf Course in Fort Collins, which uh, if you've uh, been over there and played at Collindale, it's kind of a tree-lined course. Uh, there's, a, there's a little bit more room in the rough uh, spacing between trees, so you still can get yourself in trouble, but you can get yourself out of trouble also. Um, a very good uh, golf course over there. Lots of fun. Very challenging. Greens are always uh, pretty quick. So um, good luck to Max Riley from Pooter as he contends uh, Monday and Tuesday, October 2nd and 3rd for the individual state title at 5A Boys Golf. Moving on to 4A, it's going to be played on the same days, October 2nd and 3rd. At the Bridges Golf and Country Club in Montrose, this is a golf course that I've never played. I don't know what it looks like at all, but uh, Windsor's team has qualified, so they have a chance to win the team state title in uh, 4A. Uh, That team consists of Kellen Ball, Connor uh, Kosala. Sorry, some of these names, as I was writing them down, I thought... Holy smokes, I'm going to butcher some of these names, and and I, I apologize for anybody's who name I do butcher today. So, uh, Connor Kosala, uh, Tadis Keyworth, and Ethan Tippett's. Those are the four uh, young men that have qualified for the state tournament in golf uh, from Windsor. Uh, Kellen Ball is a, a player that I think is going to be in the running to potentially win that uh, individual title, but... Uh, 
with those four guys there, I think Windsor has a really good chance of bringing home the uh, team state title along with Kellen Ball, a really good chance at winning the individual. Uh, Will Salee from Loveland and Keaton Koch from Loveland also qualified at the 4A level for Boys State Golf. At the 3A level, we have two teams that have qualified. Uh, This uh, is being played at Rain Dance National Resort and Golf in Windsor. This is the home course for the Resurrection Christian Cougars. They are one of the teams that have qualified. Uh, That team includes Clint Summers, Jack Carter, Micah Livingstone, and Graham Riggs. So a little bit of an edge there for that Resurrection Christian Cougar team as this is a course that they've they've practiced on all year. So, um, And I'll tell you, I was just over at Raindance this last Tuesday um, and played golf, and the greens were firm, and, man, they were fast. You could not get a, a chip shot to really stop. Um, if there was any hill around the hole, uh, if you hit it a couple feet fast, Passed and it hit that hill, you were going to have another, you know, fifteen footer coming back. So the speed of the greens was was just uh, crazy fast over there at Rain Dance on Tuesday when I was there. So that's what these uh, boys have coming up. Also at the three A level, the Eaton uh, boys golf team qualified as a team. That uh, team is Dane Schmidtke, Peyton Walker, Grady O'Connell, and Logan Cole. So two teams at the 3A level that qualified for state uh, and can compete for the state uh, boys team golf title. And all those players can, along with these players from uh, Frontier Academy, Christian Aguelo and uh, Daniel Wipard from Frontier Academy, had one golfer from Berthoud, Ezra Keller, who qualified. And then we had three from Timnath, Jackson Summers, Davis Walter and Mason Hollingsworth. All of those boys are going to be competing for the individual state title um, October 2nd and 3rd, Monday and Tuesday, 5A at Collindale in Fort Collins, 4A the Bridges Golf and Country Club in Montrose, and 3A at Rain Dance National in Windsor. So good luck to all those boys as their season wraps up here in a a little over a week. So uh, let's move on to talking about volleyball a little bit. I'm going to give you numbers from the Chassis Seeding Index. Uh, Volleyball, the top 36 make it to regionals, and they have three teams at the regional, and they kind of play out, and then one team from from those regionals advance to state, so they have 12 teams at state. At the 5A level, so if they're all these teams are in that top 36 and look to move on to the regional section that's uh, you know a few weeks away still as volleyball continues to progress through their season. At the 5A level, Fort Collins is 7-2. and two. They are ranked number 9 in the Chassis Seeding Index. Fossil Ridge is 5-3 and three and number 16 in the Chassis Seeding Index. Loveland is 6-4. and four. Uh, Loveland is 6-4 and four and they are Number 18 in the Chassis Seeding Index. Rocky Mountain is 5-3 and three and number 21 in the Chassis Seeding Index. Windsor is at the 4A level. Num- they are number one in the Chassis Seeding Index at 11-1. Thompson Valley is number five at 7-1. and one. Greeley Central is number 22 at 10-1. and one. 
at the 3A level. We know that uh, this area is just dominated at that 3A level in volleyball. Uh, Platte Valley defending state champions from the 3A level. As of right now, they are number two at 12 and 4. Timnath is number three at 12 and 0. Eaton, number four at 7 and 4. Resurrection Christian, number nine at 5 and 2. University is number 14 at 6 and 6. And Valley is number 23 at 4 and 6. So we still have lots of teams uh, that are in the running to potentially host a regional. If you're the top 12, you probably have a good chance of hosting a regional. And uh, and obviously playing at home is going to give you a better chance to move on to that state tournament. In softball, 32 teams make it to the regionals, and there's eight winners. So they have four four teams at each region, and then uh, those all play a single elimination out, a single elimination tournament out, and then the one team that wins that moves on to the state tournament where eight winners uh, will move on. At the 5A level, Fossil Ridge is number 13, and they are 10-5 and five on the season. Rocky Mountain is number 21. They are 11-4 and four on the season. Fort Collins, number 25. They are 8-7 and seven on the season. So those are the teams at the 5A level uh, looking to move on to regionals here in a few weeks. At the 4A level, Berthet is number 3. They are 15-3 and three on the season. Windsor is number 6. They are 13-5 and five on the season. Roosevelt is number 10. And Greeley West is number 12. So 4A level, lots of uh, potential uh, hosts for regionals there. Roosevelt and Greeley West trying to get into that uh, top eight so maybe they can host a regional and have those games at home. At the 3A level, no surprise here, that Eaton team that won state last year is loaded again this year. They are 15-1 and one on the season. They are number one in the Chassis Seating Index. University is number four in the Chassis Seating Index at 14-3. and three. And then we have Fort Lupton at number 10 and Wellington at number 14. And as I said, the 32 make it to regionals. And then eight, the regional winners from those 32 move on to the state tournament. So that's a look at where we're at. Volleyball, softball, boys golf, uh, get a wrap up here. Volleyball and softball, we're kind of halfway through the season. They have a few weeks of regular season. um, And then they will move on to the regional tournaments. And then those regional winners move on to the state tournament. So uh, on the other side here, we will be talking with university head football coach Casey Doss. We'll talk about the the win last night over Highland, um, the kind of brutal schedule that they have uh, kind of had here to start the season. They're a 2-2 two and two team, but uh, that schedule doesn't, or that uh, record really doesn't tell you what that team is and what they've done so far. So it'll be fun to catch up with Coach Casey Doss. You are listening to Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts, on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton. Give them a call, 970-454-3355. And now we are going to talk to head coach of the University Bulldogs, Casey Doss. He had a big win last night, 42-15 over Highland. Coach, how are you doing today? Oh, good. Yeah, good. 
watching a little bit of OU football this morning. So. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, you know. A couple of weeks ago, once the NFL started, I talked about it on the on the show about how man, it's so nice this time of year when you get Friday night lights and then all the college football Saturday, and then on Sunday you get the NFL. It just uh, it's a just so much football. You just don't even know what to do with yourself. Oh, I know. It's, uh, it's my wife is always like, all right, you got things to do. It's time to get outside. Yeah, yeah. Yard work done or or whatever we got going. So she has to kick me off the TV once in a while. Yeah, Coach. Uh, so. Um, you know, I kind of, I always look for the score tracker on max preps to kind of get a rundown of what happened in the game. Um, there, there wasn't much, but, uh, it looked like a pretty dominant win last night. Uh, let's kind of run through quarter by quarter. What kind of highlights, uh, you want to hit? Yeah, no, I mean, um, I thought we ran the ball really effectively. We had almost 400 yards rushing and that was one of the things we really focused on this week is that we need to be able to run the ball better. We didn't run it uh, as well as what we were hoping for against Elizabeth. We made some mistakes against them. And so that was a big focus. And then Cole, Cole and Johnny were really efficient with the football. I think we, we passed for about 150, a um, couple big chunk plays in there. But overall, we, we, we felt pretty good. We had a breakdown on special teams uh, for their, their one touchdown in the first half. Um, they have a real good returner. And we we didn't do didn't do our lane assignments very well and had a breakdown there, but I was I was overall pretty pleased with it and and the way it turned out. Yeah, coach, uh, it surprises me. One of the things that I've always talked about when it comes to university football is you guys are able to throw the ball. You play this aggressive defense that's fantastic, but it, it's good for me to hear that you got the running game going because that's always the question mark I have. Like, if you guys can get the running game going and you can be a little bit more balanced, I think that's where your success is really going to come from. Yeah, and I think, you know, really it started a couple of years ago when we um, made the semifinals. And uh, as we got into the playoffs, we, we put in some packages that we knew we had to run the ball. And so that's kind of been a mindset shift the last few years is saying we have to be able to run the football. It doesn't mean you're going to run it 50 times a game, but you got to be balanced and, and um, do a good job with the play action game. And, and, you know, we're a real RPO team. And so a lot of our stuff is tagged when we have those RPOs. And, and so there's options there. Um, but yeah, that physicality, you got to be able to wear down, wear down teams, especially as you get into late October and November. Yeah, Coach, uh, you kind of talked about it there. It looks like you've been running with a couple of quarterbacks. Is that kind of how you see the season going? Is you're going to stick with those two, or are you going to pick one at one point here? Well, Cole's been running. I mean, Cole's been banged up a little bit. So Johnny's been coming in and doing a great job. Um, Cole's finally starting to get healthy, and that's made a big difference in our run game because he's always a threat to take it. Um but no, I, I think it's just the way the the way it sh- has shook out so far is that we're just going with just going with that with Cole right now, and then Johnny's doing some stuff, obviously coming in and doing a lot of good stuff too. But I mean, it's uh, just kind of the way it is. I don't know. It's it's uh, it, it, injuries, staying healthy, and 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 trying to have consistency at that position. Yeah, the definitely the injuries always play a, a huge factor into football and how the, the season ultimately progresses. Um, defensively, your your team always plays a very aggressive style of defense, and it's really fun yeah. to watch. Um, 
from what I've seen stat wise, it looks like you you guys are st- really getting after the quarterback, and that's kind of led to uh, you know Tahada on the outside having four interceptions. Yeah, and then uh, it's funny because Gabe Puga last night had another one, um, and I think yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Jacob Cruz had another one. We had a couple of interceptions last night, but Gage Schminke, um and Gio De Santiago have been just. Uh, really, really good at linebacker for us. Gage took over that outside uh, field backer um, for Kean Baxley, who was so good last year for us. And Gage has just been phenomenal. Um, and, and really, what I like with our group is is they're pretty, they're pretty. Um, I guess they sacrifice for each other, especially our, our front three. We feel like we we roll four, five, six kids out there on that front three. Um, in a rotational basis, and they just do a good job of eating up double teams so our linebackers can fly around. Well, and and that's uh, one of those things on defense. It's always nice to have those extra guys up front that you can rotate in and, and keep fresh guys as, as the yeah. uh, offensive line kind of wears down towards the end of the game. Yeah, and I think that's been a real key for us is that um, we are able to roll some big guys out there that, that uh, you know, we got one freshman, Connor Simmons, that's just, He's been an absolute, just out of nowhere type kid as a freshman, um, but he's been a great rotational piece. But um, some of our our upperclassmen have just done awesome, um, and they they're fine with not not getting a lot of limelight and and doing the grunt work to to let those linebackers do their thing. And that seems to be the mentality that uh, if you're going to be an offensive and defensive lineman, that just seems to be the mentality you have to have is that, you know, you got to just do your job, even though you're really not going to get all that much credit for it. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. And and this group, I mean, that's, they don't care. That's what's pretty cool about them is they, they realize that they're not going to get a lot of, they're not going to get their name in the paper. They're not getting stats, but just like last night to be able to run for three, um, three eighty three, almost 400 yards. Um, it's because of those guys up front. Yeah, that's uh, that's fantastic, uh, Coach. Uh, your team moves to two and two with the win last night, but yep. that really doesn't tell the story of what you guys have done here at the beginning of the season. You played uh, kind of the consensus number one team in uh, in Delta, and then and then you also go down and you play a really tough Elizabeth team. So two and two doesn't yep. really say what your season is, has going so far. No, I, I I like where we're at right now. I mean, I feel like we let one let one slip by down in Elizabeth. We had opportunities. Um, I'd like to have that one back, but maybe maybe down the road. Um, I like we're going into the league at two and two. I, it's it's a tougher league than I think people give it credit for. Timnitz is way improved. Weld Central's way improved. Um, obviously, Arvada and Brush and Brush is always tough as nails. And so you got all that, and, and then you got to go out to Sterling to finish the season. So it's it's not an easy it's not an easy uh, league by any means, and we know that it's going to be um, going to be tough, and and you know you're going to get in some dogfights and some and everything else. But it's uh, yeah, I like where we're at right now, and and we're relatively healthy. Cole's finally getting healthy. We got some of our our line guys up front that are getting healthy, and. And so I feel pretty good aware we're at going into it. So, Coach, uh, what uh, kind of a two-parter here? What uh, what have you learned about your team through these first four games of the season, and, and uh, what are you guys still working on uh, getting better? I think we're really resilient. I, I like that we've gotten down in some games, 
and, and have come back um, and, and just their their mental approach to it. But the other thing is like the little details matter, and that's what we've been preaching the last couple of weeks. And it's just like last night, giving off giving up a kick return because we did not uh, take the block on with the correct shoulder. Those little things matter, and so that attention to detail is still got to be stressed every single practice. Um, but this is a very resilient bunch, and I think we have a great group of seniors and a great group of juniors um, that that not only lead by example, but they're very vocal with each other too, and I like that. Well, Coach, uh, I, I appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, uh, of course. Good luck with uh, you know the league season starting up next week at, against Timnith. Um, I look forward to uh, keeping up with you guys. I, I think that uh, you know, if you made me pick a, a winner for that league this season, I, I would take you guys. Um, I, I think uh, I, I just really appreciate you joining me this morning and, and talking oh, about yeah, your team. Of course. Yeah, of course. It's it's been fun. It's uh, it's finally turning into fall, and it's feeling like football a little bit more. And- and now you get into league and let's go. So Yeah, there's definitely a Christmas uh, in the air in the mornings anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice. <laughs> yep. All right, Coach. Well, uh, good luck the rest of the season. We'll uh, we'll probably catch up with you again here in a few weeks. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank All you for right. having me on. Yep. That is uh, head coach of the University Bulldogs, Casey Doss. And and kind of like we talked about there, his, uh, his team is 2-2, two and two, but uh, they – their two losses are to the the one a, uh, sorry the two, the two a number one team in Delta, and then uh, I believe Elizabeth is maybe like the number four number five team at that two a level. Also, those are their two losses. They beat Eaton, the three time defending state champion, um, and and I think Eaton is kind of turning it around at this point and getting it going. Um, and then they beat Highland last night to get back to two and two, and, and they do have. You know, Tim Nith and, and he talked about it, Brush and Sterling and Arvada and Weld Central in that league. And I, I think Brush is the one that's they, they probably got to worry about a little bit in that league. Uh, Tim Nith, I think, you know, they're two and two. The schedule isn't all that tough. And and they they lost pretty big the last time out to Wellington. So, um, yeah, that was head coach uh, Casey Doss of the University Bulldogs here on the other side. Uh, we will uh, for the first time ever have our preps rewind power rankings of the football teams in the area. So that'll be uh, something new and, and exciting here as, as I kind of give my idea of what teams I think have a chance to go and win that state title. Um, you are listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind. Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton, your Napa parts provider. We are live in the Aloe Fiber Studios, and we are going to start here with the uh, new segment. This is going to be called the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. It's time for the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. And the Preps Rewind Power Rankings as I kind of explained earlier, what I have done here is I've taken all the teams, no matter classification, that we kind of keep track of here in northern Colorado, and I've taken eight of them, and I've put them into power rankings on who I think has the best chance of bringing home that gold ball as we get to the end of this season. 
Uh, two teams that just missed out on being in the top eight are Windsor and Resurrection Christian. Windsor's lost their last two in Resurrection Christian. I'm just not sure what they are yet. So we will start here at number eight. Number eight is Wellington. The Wellington football program is a new program. It's only two years in existence. They are 4-0 and on the season, but... Is that uh, is that uh, record real? They've kind of been given a, a little bit of an easier schedule to start this season. The run game for Wellington is completely unstoppable. Uh, Fifteen hundred and ten yards rushing. That's a seven point three average as a team. Uh, led by Tanner Gray, he has six hundred and forty one yards on the season. They're at number eight because I don't have a history of what Wellington is to lean on. So. Um, I think we'll know more as they get into this league schedule and uh, we'll kind of see what they have. Number seven in the Preps Rewind Power Rankings is the Eaton Reds. Uh, they are two and two, but their losses are to number two, Classical Academy, number six, University. They replaced a ton of kids on both sides of the ball, uh, but the defending three-time defending 2A state championship have won two in a row. Offense production has been picking up the last few games, and they deserve the respect of being the three-time defending champion. The defense is going to be there. Can the offense match what the defense is? Number six are the Thompson Valley Eagles. A huge win against Loveland last week, but then you drop one to a quality Riverdale Ridge team last night, 28-14. They have a dual-threat quarterback, Riley Suarez. He leads the team offensively. It's... Makes sense that they had a little bit of a letdown. They haven't beat Loveland in a long time over there at Thompson Valley, but they got it done last week. A little bit of a letdown against Riverdale Ridge. I still think this team is going to be pretty competitive. And number five, the Northridge Grizzlies. They're five and zero on the season, but their opponent's combined record is three and nineteen on the season. So they've scored. 191 points, which is pretty solid. They have a balanced attack. They lean on RJ Gallegos at running back, but Justin Thill at quarterback is learning and improving to be a state champion. From what I've seen out of this Northridge team, they're going to have to figure out a way to be a little bit better on defense. And I'm just very curious to see, like I said, combined opponents record 319. What happens when they get into this really difficult league schedule and have to play the likes of Severance and Thompson Valley and Roosevelt, Resurrection Christian? At number four, the University Bulldogs. We just talked to their head man, Casey Doss. Uh, Their two losses are to number one, Delta, and uh, number four, Elizabeth, at the 2A level. So. Uh, they have the win over Eaton and the win over High- Highland. They're running the dual quarterbacks right now, but Cole Croson is going to be the guy once he's completely healthy, I think. Defensively, this team is solid. I don't really worry about that. The one thing that uh, Coach kind of eased my mind a little bit on is he said they ran for 380 yards last night against Highland. If that can become the norm where they're running for, it doesn't have to be almost 400, but if it can become the norm where they're running for, you know, maybe around 200 yards a game, taking some of that pressure off of Croson at quarterback and still playing really good defense, this team could be somebody to watch as we move in. Number three, Loveland. Four and one on the season. They slipped up last week against Thompson Valley. I understand that, but uh, 
the thing about Loveland is their history. This is a team that is always there. They lost in the state championship last year. They're always in that final four. And and I just expect them to continue to be that team. They slipped up against Thompson Valley, but they bounced back huge with the 63-19 win over Greeley Central. A proven program. They have earned uh, the respect that I'm giving them by putting them at number three. Trey Olson already has 576 yards rushing, and the defense needs to improve a little bit for them to compete for the state championship. Number two, the team that I've been talking about all season, the Berthoud Spartans. They're 4-0 and on the season. One of the stats I really like, uh, they've given up 14 points. That's it for the whole season, 14 points. They're 4-0. and They've given up 14 points. They've scored 126 the point differential is 112 points. Uh, they handed Lamar their first loss of the season last night. They beat the quality Thompson Valley 3A level team uh, a couple weeks, uh, three weeks ago. They had a bye week in there. And I think we're really going to find out a lot about this team as they move into the league portion of the schedule. It's two or three weeks away at this point, but Berthid Eaton, that's a game I have circled. I'm very curious. I think that's going to be in Berthid this year. So that's a game I have circled, but I expect Berthid to be there at the end and they have a chance to bring home that gold ball. And I think this one's pretty obvious for people in the area that know football. Uh, here, the number one team in the first edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings, the Roosevelt Rough Riders. It's, it's no surprise. They... They uh, got past Holy Family last night. This is a team that has proven what they are over the last, uh, what, three or four years that they've been competing for state championships every year. They have absolute studs. One at the quarterback position, Bronco Hartson, an amazing athlete back there. And the other is Xavier Ramirez at the running back position. Just two studs to lead the way, and they're getting way better on defense as these kids that uh, are replacing graduates from last year are stepping in, they're getting more experience, they're starting to learn expectations. This Roosevelt team, uh, I don't know, I don't know why they can't go and win back to back this year. So as long as they keep improving, I think Roosevelt is it. That is the first edition of our Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Looking back at it, number eight, Wellington, number seven, Eaton, number six, Thompson Valley, number five, Northridge, number four, University, number three, Loveland, number two, Berthoud, and number one, Roosevelt. That is the first edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. As we uh, start to close out this show here, uh, have fun watching college football and the NFL this weekend. I see Mike on the other side. He's got his Washington uh, Washington Husky gear ready for them to uh, play today. Micah, thank you on the other side of the glass. Everybody out there, thank you for listening. This has been fun. Uh, uh, you've been listening to Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts. I'm Mike Danson, and you've been listening to Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.